0: podcast brought to you by pile style events i'm dennis junk me as always is alicia pile hey there and today we're talking to Rick Zolman he's the events and programming manager for the downtown improvement district and we're going to be talking about lunch on the square and some of the other exciting events that are going on this month this summer and into the coming seasons so Rick why don't you tell us a little bit about the downtown improvement district
1: well we are responsible for uh, our uh, the district actually is 99 blocks and what we do is basically our goal is to promote both restaurant and retail owners and locations in those blocks and draw people downtown really our our goal is to make Northeast Indiana the vibrant core, or excuse me, make downtown Fort Wayne the vibrant core of Northeast Indiana.
0: And so it's kind of like just a group of businesses cooperating with each other to promote events, promote awareness of what's going on. and
1: Well, actually, we're, we're a separate organization. We are authorized by uh, state statute and then the city council. So we kind of work together with the county. The county, the city, from a structure, I guess, standpoint, Mm. and then from there, we do things or have events. One of the things that we do is have events to promote and draw folks downtown Far Wayne.
0: Okay, great. And that's why we're interested. Yeah. <laughs> because Alicia is one of those events. APQ is playing Thursday, this coming Thursday. Uh, we're June excited 7th. to
2: open up the Summer Series, the wonderful Summer Series, one of the best ones in town.
0: It is a huge
1: success. It has been a huge success this year. And we've been so busy with everything that we're planning. We found out Friday that it's actually the 10th anniversary. So we're going to, we'll do oh, some wow. special has things. It been going on that long? Uh, Special yeah. things later on, but it is a unique event. Just from the standpoint of it's a great partnership between the Downtown Improvement District, the City of Fort Wayne, Arts United. So the city will have their parks department have part of the parks department over there, and they are there every Thursday, making sure that the the fountain works and everything is clean, and their flowers are great. And then from Arts United, they allow us some some space to use some over there. So it is it is a very cool event. You know you know we just want to celebrate summer and and have some free music and really have folks just kind of get out and enjoy the sunshine.
0: And it's great. I I used to work at Aptera, and we'd get big groups of people to walk over there. And everybody loved it. It's just, you've got music, you've got all the different food trucks. It's just a cool thing to to do every summer. And And this is the
2: Lunch on the Square series we're talking about, just to clarify.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> did we leave that off?
2: I don't think we did.
0: So could you tell us a little bit about Lunch on the Square and what kind of goes into planning it? And Yeah, there's there's a lot that goes into planning it. This year
1: we have 13 weeks. Last year we had 14 weeks. So it's every Thursday from 1130 to 130 in the months of June, July, and August. So from that, we're going to have uh, music that we've... Food trucks there that that participate, and then we have a balloon artist that will show up for the kids, and it's really moved back and forth from the I&M Power Center Plaza to Fryman Square, and then back, and then back again. So we're going to keep it at Fryman Square just from the standpoint of really, it used to be strictly about or mostly about business folks coming out and listening to some music while. Grabbing a bite to eat, mm-hmm. and the dynamic really changed when we moved it to Fryman. Um, now ah, we see now we see folks, um, grandparents come out, and they they get there at 10:45, and they they have certain seats they want to listen to the music, <laughs> um, or families come down and have just like a picnic in the grass. So yeah. it is um, multi generational and multicultural, both things that we look to draw folks downtown to. So it's really
0: it's it's really exciting to be a part of it. So it ends up being really like a festival instead of just a... It is
1: a short one-day festival that happens 13 times yeah. throughout the summer. <laughs> a recurring event. Yeah. And I mean, event. There's a, I mean, from a planning standpoint, you know, we reserve Fryman Square so that we can hold it there. I mean, actually, I just sent our application in on Friday for 2019. Mm-hmm. So 2019 wow. presents a unique challenge from the standpoint of July 4th is on a Thursday, so we'll probably uh, have a 12-week season next year.
2: Sure. You know what I love about it as an artist, I have to say one thing is um, it's got a small town, big town feel. So there's a lot of festivals in town and large events that are just packed and and this is really well attended but it still had the authentic, unique, small town feel to it and that people come up to you and talk to you and and they look forward to it in a way it didn't seem overwhelming, like I don't know to say anything bad about middle waves or three rivers festival they're phenomenal we love all these festivals in town but just as an artist it was fun i felt like we're sitting in the grass we're playing music the birds were chirping last year it was so fun and you <laughs> yeah. could hear it
1: it is it is really cool from the standpoint of you you have that very well attended yeah. from a number standpoint very well attended. but the infrastructure or foot, footprint is large enough to support that and i think we averaged a thousand people a week last year the first two weeks we had 1300 and then 1350 people wow, okay. and you knew it was busier but you didn't feel that cramped or or yeah okay. so just so yeah. open and
2: comfortable yeah. and um it, it breathed really well it's well and
1: the other part too is in the past we've always had the music over to the, the one I guess the north corner and even when I didn't work for the downtown improvement district as a volunteer I just kind of thought that the music was almost its own separate entity kind of just out there a little bit so last year we decided to bring the the stage more center and put it up on the grass so that it's right it is it it, is exactly centered so you know we have some challenges with the fountain and the wind blowing and those sorts of things Um, and actually had a musician last year that said hey about until it happens yes actually they said hey you know this is getting on our instruments and you know mike from the parks departments there and you know they just turn it down so it works out (laughs) great from that standpoint but it it really brought the music the fountain, not the music. Yeah. Yeah. The fountain. yeah the, the, it, that portion really brought the music, reconnected or recentered the event around music.
2: I loved it up on the grass. Yeah, Just, it's fantastic. I took my shoes off.
1: Well, and I, you know, <laughs> the, the big reason was we always thought at least in my mind, that we were tied to power by the pump house, sure. but that's yeah. not the case. There's an actual box right there in the grass that, that uh, we're able to get access to, okay. so it works out perfectly. And if it rains during the week, we I know we had a couple weeks last year where it was soggy, we just move it down in front of that. So sure. it's, it's really, really very cool to be there, and, and you you do get folks that
0: are getting there early because they want to see their, have their seats or whatever.
2: That's really cool. You guys are doing a neat thing.
0: Is there a type of music, a type of sound, or is there, and then we'll, I'll just lead into the question about food. Is there like a, a set of criteria you use to decide what types of food, or is it just anything goes, and we'll try to get something I'll for, for everyone. I'll offer a question with
2: it, too. How do yeah. artists go about this, getting involved?
1: Well, a um, couple different ways. One, we're going to obviously pay attention to other folks around town, um, either whether it's myself or Bill or... Or Chrissy or Frank that they see somebody or hear somebody and say you know they would be good for this particular event so they can we, we can kind of get them from that particular standpoint. There is a, an application process, sure, really information process that you can complete from our website. So you can go on and complete that information that gives us your contact information and ask which events you're you're interested in. And there are multiple types of music that we're interested in. I know that. Lunch on the Square and Fright Night might be a little bit different just from what we're trying to accomplish. <laughs> sure. But really, we want to expose folks who work downtown or come t- downtown to this particular event to different types of music. So we have Alicia that's going to open up. At the end, we're going to have the Jug Huffers and Kitchen Table Players, who are more mountain music, sort of oh, that's fun, type. Yeah. And then Blue Pluto, Jazz. Um, Sonny Taylor, Will Silt, Will Certain, Kirsten, um, and yeah. Mike Conley. I love oh, Mike yeah. Conley. Mike's I just saw best. him at the far- farmers market a couple weeks ago. So Joe Justice is coming later in the season. So we we like the variety of music, but we also want to have. An opportunity to take some chances on someone who might be younger sure and expose them to the, the fort wayne citizenry
2: yeah blue pluto is a great group for that too i'm, I'm friends with several of the band members and they came out of sweetwater sounds build a band program where i also work and they're just phenomenal they've been coming out to our jazz jams at ht2 so that was a good mm-hmm. pick on you guys yeah yeah, and it's, it's, and yeah. It,
1: well and that's one chrissy who said hey uh-huh. I, you know she saw something on them and sent it to me and then we kind
0: of listened to the music and said
2: mm-hmm.
1: oh they would be
0: a good fit let's see if they're available
2: oh yeah good job
0: Thank you. So, how did you come to work for the Downtown Improvement District? And then, how did you get involved with? Lunch on the square and all
1: of this. I started volunteering, I think, in 2015 for the Downtown Improvement District. I was the Volunteer of the Year in 2016. Right. Congratulations. Um, then they told me I couldn't win it twice in a row. And I'm like, well, I'm going to have to come work for you. Um, <laughs> and start paying. Yeah, actually, yeah, and, and actually, that's kind of really what happened. Cody, who was in my position before, accepted a full time ministry position. Oh, good for him. So I saw the opening. Chrissy and I used to work together at another company, and I sent her a text that said, hey, I hear Cody's leaving, I might be interested in that. And and literally talked with them that evening, with the staff here, and then Bill called the next day and said, okay, let's move forward with this. So I do get paid for what I used to volunteer for. Just a few more details that I'm responsible for.
2: I'm sure it's just a few. (laughs) Which is the from next question. From an event question. planning standpoint, yeah. I was going
0: to say, what are some of the frustrations you've had to deal with in setting up? You can focus on Lunch on the Square, but any of the events in, in downtown. Or comedies, seems like...
1: yeah. Well, I, think, I think probably one of the biggest frustrations, just from the standpoint of you will have attendees that want to make something... They have an idea, or they have a they have a wish that they want to do at that particular moment. They think that that's the most important thing in the world at that particular <laughs> time. Yeah. And the, the the challenge with that is, at our events, we have anywhere from a thousand people attend each week to you know Night of Lights. It's roughly twenty thousand. So if everybody can't get their way. And my job as the events and uh, events and programming manager is to make decisions that are best for the event. And sometimes that's not what that individual wants to hear, sure. or or likes. I guess they, you know, really folks like to have their their way.
2: Especially want to be, especially want to be heard. <laughs> they yeah.
1: they do want to be heard, and then <clears throat> sometimes heard is not enough, and they <laughs> they would like some additional actions. There are certain things that we we do that we try to incorporate as much as we can. One of the things we always do is throughout the process, I will have wrap notes from the previous year uh, event for that, for, for lunch on the square and, or any other event. And then at the end of the event, we will have a wrap meeting with staff and kind of go through and say, hey, this worked really well, or this didn't work, mm-hmm. or we need to think about this next year. And really, you're not starting over each year. You kind of have a solid,
0: okay, this is kind of where we were. These are some of the things that we need to focus on to, to improve. And do you usually, are the musicians and the, the food truck vendors, are they usually pretty cooperative and get on board or... Are they easy to work with? <laughs> Are they happy? <laughs> yeah. Most everybody's
1: really great to work ref- with from a standpoint. But you you do have folks who have self inter- self-interest self and they think their self-interest is more important than the event. And that's where, mm-hmm. you know, you may get a little rub or disagreement.
2: Some people forget that it's a community event. I know I've noticed that even in my mild event planning experience and starting to do with Pile Style too and sometimes they don't hold on to the fact that it's a community-centered event. It's not just about the musician there or the food or the cost or anything else but that leads me to another question. What does the city do to help you guys out to uh, further your cause and community They provide
1: us venues, one, and they also, um, we we do get money from the city on an annual basis. We go before city council and they approve our budget Um, but they bring things to the table like Fryman Square and say, hey, we would really like you to try to activate that in some way. Oh, cool. So with ION Power Center Plaza a couple of years ago being under construction, it was a natural kind of synergy to move that way. And then from that particular standpoint, providing, making sure that the park is ready to go and, and looks beautiful. And it always, it always does. does. I mean, they yeah. are out. I usually get there. I usually drive through around 6.30 or 7 on Thursdays and they are there with blowers kind of cleaning Cleaning the prime, cleaning prime and square and making sure that it looks it looks fantastic and it it always does. I don't
0: know who does the gardening. That always looks. It's really gorgeous. Yeah. It's the city, really the city, yeah, the city. the does that. Um, like early, the parks like and the spring, early summer. Yeah, it's very cool. Excellent. So I lo- I loved how you were talking about the like the parents showing up with their kids and then grandkids and they showing up early and picking their spot. And that's probably one of the answers here. What are, what have been some of the most pleasant surprises?
1: Well, I think the number of people is obviously one thing, <laughs> but but the other part of it is, I think in 2016, 2017, I talked to a couple from Decatur who just said, hey, we heard about this and we didn't know really what was going on and came down to see. Yeah. And so I saw them and spoke to them, I think it was in 2016, saw them multiple times the rest of that year when I volunteered. and. Then and saw them back last year as as attendees. So those types of things of having an impact and having someone come to an event that you're doing, because really that's what we're about, is trying to grab mm-hmm. folks and, and get them to, to get come to downtown Fort Wayne, which is much easier than it used to be. Downtown Fort Wayne right now is just phenomenal with the growth and, and the infrastructure that's happening and the excitement. Yeah. Um, you know, not only from a infrastructure and building standpoint, but from a, a momentum standpoint, a things momentum moving building. forward. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, Is a- it difficult to get the surrounding communities in? Because I never realized how how much was going on until I moved to West Central. I mean, and I'm an artist, and I've played for you guys before at that time. But like people from Hunter Town or from Northeast Side, like do you, do you see people from the outside surrounding burbs come in?
1: Sure, we do. Um, one of the, some of the things for all of our events we do, we typically will have a media sponsor. Circus Tarzan, one of one point seven ninety five point one ninety nine point. Five will participate and then we all, Wayne TV participates from a TV standpoint, Fort Wayne CW participates. Fort Wayne Newspapers is a huge partner for us. Um, not only partner with us from a financial standpoint, but the, they print all of our marketing items. So we oh, that's we will. Fantastic. Yeah, it is. It's fantastic because like Lunch on the Square last year, I think we, we printed 3,500 postcards. So I printed 6,500 this year thinking that we would be plenty, and I've already ordered another 7,500. Oh, wow. oh, so those things <laughs> that, and the season hasn't even started, so you're like, whoa. There's a ton of stuff that goes into that. But we, we from the downtown improvement standpoint, have a great social media contractor, Stephen Bailey, who, who does it mm-hmm. for us. Does a great and job. We, yeah. from does a From a strictly number standpoint with an organization like ours, it is amazing the, the numbers that we have.
2: That's fantastic. And you know, these events are free that you host. That's another thing I wanted to ask you about. And I, I wanted to just give you a little congratulations as an events business because you guys fund the artists that you hire. And that's something too, that's kind of a kind of a hot button item in Fort Wayne and some other festivals right now amongst the musician scene. And it's really cool because when people, when artists know when they sign up with you guys and they're going to play for you, you know, they get compensation. And you guys are providing these events for free for the community. So that's really cool.
1: Yeah, every, all of our events are free. We have a running joke that, I have my budget for the events and programming (laughs) side. And when I run out of money, I go to Frank and say, hey, I need more money. He's the marketing manager. So we kind of, anything that comes in that's, I mean, it can be as simple as $5. I'm like, that's coming out of Frank's budget. So, you know, we just kind of joke and, and have fun with that. But it is important not only to have the events, but to support the local artists, not only from a music standpoint, but we're doing some things with alley activation and murals and all of those things that go into making downtown Fort Wayne vibrant and the vibrant core of northeast indiana so it exposes us to artists that we wouldn't have seen at least i personally wouldn't have seen in the past so it's nice to get that relationship and contacts and i know that we've had folks that are coming into town and wanted some information about music and we were able to pass your contact information on alicia and and i don't know if anything came from that or not but it is it it is nice to have have that Mm -hmm. ability to say hey you're important to us to come to our event but we want to try to help you as much as we can um, when we have other folks that that are looking for talent. And we try as much as we can to share contact information and and say, hey, it's Terrific to work with this person. Actually, one of our Buskerfest events, we have we typically bring in a couple national acts for Buskerfest. Last year, we brought in one from Boston, one from New York, and then one from LA. And in the last six weeks, we had a picture of Derek McAllister from LA who performed at Buskerfest last year. And I had someone reach out to me, saw his picture on our website, and reach out to me regarding a festival, a Buskerfest festival in North Carolina.
2: To get him another gig so you know i, <laughs> yeah. I mean she said hey do you he's have his contact
1: information she saw the picture i sent her the picture <laughs> i sent derek an email i said look i sent your information here just in case they reach out to you so not that our, it's our goal to have a huge sure. impact nationally but it is important to have the relationships to say hey you you came in and and did a great job for us and if we can help you we will do that and, and he's hopefully something comes from that if not i think that earns us some credibility with the artists from the standpoint of... Oh
2: yeah, we appreciate that
1: support. It, it's not specifically about our events and and that's kind of where the relationship stops. You come in and perform and then you leave. No, we, we want much more than that. Well, just even it more is.
0: directly. I mean, you can talk about bringing people in from outside counties and everything, but it's just the people downtown going to lunch, you're gonna hear music that you may not have otherwise heard. You're gonna have food options that you may not have otherwise sought out. I mean, at Terra, there was like an obsession with Bravas. <laughs> I think it started with a food truck <laughs> on Lunch on the Square. They are a very well-run operation. And yeah. it's just great to be able, to, yeah, to be exposed to all the different artists and the, the different foods. And so even if you're not going nationwide or anything, it's still cool just to, you know what's going on down here. And it's, it's a good way to kind of sample everything. Yeah,
1: it is. And one of the things that we've done with, um, has partnered with, we've partnered with Visit Fort Wayne. They have a calendar option called Current. So current Fort Wayne will have all the events for Fort Wayne in the kind of general area. There is a portion of that that is specific to downtown that Mm -hmm. we will have all of our events on it, but also all of anything else that's happening. So if the library is doing something that would be on there or if SCAN is doing something or if Arts United is doing something, we're able to to plug those events in and kind of at least have a central location where folks can kind of go and say, hey, I need something to do. Let's look and see what's happening either downtown or on in fort wayne that's
2: fantastic and current i know i get the emails i subscribed it has the five like largest events of each weekend but they have a website that lists everything is, that, is that correct and okay. it's comprehensive yeah
1: that's really neat yep it is is it's new <laughs> this year so it's a it's a new newer platform and it's going very well but it, it does allow an individual really on the go to go say hey i'm downtown fort wayne and i've got 20 extra minutes maybe I want to do something is there anything happening that I can on? kind yeah. of walk
0: walk to and see and that's one of the questions I always ask our guest on the podcast is what how, what do you do to stay up to speed with what's going on event wise so that you know I always think of the the sulky teenagers who say there's nothing to do in this town but it's like there's always something <laughs> going on
1: well I think the I think the other the, the, part of the things that we do is not only do we ask folks to come support our events but we will try to go support their events you know mm-hmm. we've been to the farmers market I think two out of the three weeks that it's been running we will go to the uh, Rock the Plaza event you mm-hmm. know on Saturday nights it, you you have to be careful and selective because if not you could be just Everywhere. never sleep and, yeah. and at everybody's event and I'm not sure how <clears throat> how good you're going to perform on Monday morning when you come in but, <laughs> but it is important from from our standpoint not only to be supported but to try to support other events and and really current fort wayne is one of the things that we're aware of we get we have our newsletter goes out every week on thursday night that that lists things that are happening in in fort wayne and, and we have a gateway feature website yeah so gateway gateway features so they may not necessarily be in our 99 blocks but they could be close like West Central having something, their art fair going on. September. Okay, September. Thank yep. you. During the house fair. Uh, I'm connected. Shoot, she gave me that answer perfectly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's going to be, that would be a gateway feature, even though they're not a part of the 99 blocks, they're close and mm-hmm. we want them to, we want to support them when we can.
2: That's awesome.
0: So, which upcoming events? It can be this summer or into the fall. Rick Zolman, which ones do you? Well, my, you my favorite event is
1: Fright Night, just hands down, <laughs> um, just from a, the creativity standpoint. Yeah. Um, I've so done that. I've it, it, is, it is amazing, the creativity and the, the thought process that people put into their <laughs> costumes or zombification. Yeah. And those sorts of things. So, and, and again, that is a multi-generational, multicultural event. Yeah, I think we roughly have fourteen or fifteen thousand people that come to the event, but we have a zombie tent, so you can walk in one end being Rick Zolman, and when you yeah. walk out the other end, then you're whoever you want to be from a zombie standpoint. And we <laughs> we run a number of people through that. I mean, hundreds.
2: I hadn't heard of the zombie tent. Oh yeah, so it you is. You dress up it, there?
1: Yeah, it's on the plaza, okay. uh, at the, the Allen County Public Library plaza, and so we'll have folks from t- Tag Art that come in and and do the makeup and, oh, cool. and kind of move the people people oh, through man, the line. Oh man, I did
2: my own last time. I <laughs> (laughs)
1: I didn't know you did it for us well uh, yeah and and that has the the challenge with that is there's always more people that want to be decorated than we have time for so we we have typically run that from two to five and i think next uh, this year we'll probably will look at something in the one to four or 130 to 430 range just so that we don't have people standing in line that we say Hey, you can't. We can't Aww, do anymore yeah. because one, the zombie parade is going to start here pretty soon. Yeah, so but that's that's my favorite so event, far. just from the standpoint of uh, and there's a lot of creativity. To that
2: event too, because you have tours and stuff at the embassy. I remember historic it, things it is. going
1: on. There are multiple events. We had events that started as early as 10 o'clock in the morning, and then I think the last one started at 10 p.m. So we kind of do our portion, which is the zombie walk, the zombie parade, and it, it is fantastic. But then there's all of these things going on around that event that people do uh, and come down and spend the, the entire day downtown. And when the weather's great, you know, if it's 55 degrees on, on October 20th, we, you love that sort of weather yeah. and you love that, the ability to draw folks out. This year, I think we're looking at there's a possibility where there might be a 5K in the morning. So Ooh. that's an option. And then A zombie well, k. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also you have have, we have, a, we have an opportunity to bring a nationally known ghost hunter to town. Oh, wow. And we, we are working and trying to... To figure out partners with that. It's not something that that we can do or program just from the standpoint of one a financial portion of it and logistic portion of it, but it would be great for one of the downtown entities to say, "Hey, we would we would like to step in and we can do this with that." It could be a ghost hunt, it could be a meet and greet, and this guy's very well known. I mean, he if you talk ghost hunters and TV he he has so yeah, fun. he's out there. Yeah. So his show's not on any longer, but he does have another show coming up uh that's in production. So those are the kind of things you get exposed to. You're kind of like we we really tried to do something with it last year and we yeah. couldn't get it done and are are working to try to get that done this year. And and all that does is that adds more momentum to Fort Wayne. So if I'm not a ghost hunter, or if I'm a ghost hunter, and I've never been to Zombie, the Zombie Walk, or Fright Night. Hopefully, this gentleman would draw you in. You see mm-hmm. everything that's going on from a momentum standpoint in downtown Fort Wayne, and then also want to participate in Fright Night the following year. And that's that word of mouth. The fun aspect of Fright Night is really, really cool. I mean, there's tons of work that go into it, and we it's a committee based event. So we will draw our downtown partners in. We'll have I think five committee meetings and walk through okay this is what we're doing and mm-hmm. this is what we're doing we take all that information compile it and then we have a zombie with Fort Wayne newspapers. we print a zombie survival guide I so that that, yeah. that gives everybody hey these, this is what's happening and these are the events so cool. it, that's my favorite event that's really your favorite is, it's really cool <laughs> tell us but,
2: about like Mother's Day and fest or Night of Lights well Mother's
1: Day is a trolley based event and we have Holly trolley <laughs> that will take place November 24th I believe this year so those are trolley based and all we're trying to do with that is draw folks in and, and have them go to the retail and the restaurant locations. This year to celebrate, yeah. Yeah. This year we this was the third year we actually had Mother's Day on Mother's Day event and uh, we ended up somewhere between 4,500 and 5,000 people. That's fantastic. On Friday afternoon as an events manager, obviously weather is one thing that you're always looking at, and it was a 90% chance of rain on Sunday with an inch and a half rain in the previous 36 hours. So you're just like, I don't know if I have enough rain gear for this, so. uh, But it actually was beautiful. I think it was 75 and partly cloudy. It was amazing. So it was really great from that particular standpoint, and again, boom, we're we're exposing downtown Fort Wayne to folks uh, in a way that's fun. There were tons of brunches that day, lots of mimosas for mom and, and those sorts of things. So um, right now we're also working on Busker Fest. That is an event that is the celebration of a street so performer fun. Yeah. And, and really no one 10 years ago, at least I didn't, knew what a busker was. Yeah. And basically Wayne, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a busker is a street performer and, and we work at, with this event. This is I think our 11th year for the, the event, 10th or 11th year. We'll bring some national acts in. We'll bring local acts in. That we have a, a main pitch. So they don't perform on stages, they perform at a pitch. So here at the intersection of Wayne and Calhoun, we will also have a music make it a loud and local music um, stage, I guess, that we provide an opportunity for local musicians to come in and do. And it's just cool to have that interaction. One of the things we're doing this year is we're actually starting a third stage where we would have folks that are local that may not be able to get on the main stage just from a scheduling standpoint or main pitch We'll have them perform down there. So the, the, the part with that, too, is we, we have a jumbotron, so everything is up so folks can see it. And then oh, that's cool. we also record that, so it allows us to do some stuff from a marketing standpoint later on. And the Night of Lights is uh, the night before Thanksgiving, really is a family tradition event. So PNC of Lights, Santa, and the Reindeer, and then we have the Wreath at I&M, and we have Wells Fargo with their display. Last year, the City Garage and Ash Brokerage came on and did up the lighting, in it it's a huge event it ends up it starts at 5:30ish and ends probably by 8:45 with fireworks at Parkview field so it's again that's another uh, committee based event where everybody kind of comes together and we coordinate a schedule and put on this huge event with tons of people coming down and people just love it. I mean, it is it is hugely attended. It is really neat. I, yeah. I
2: really enjoyed seeing some of my local friends performing on this right here in the corner. And yep. it's, a really, it's so many people. Well, I could it kind of sets the stage for the holidays. I mean, it kind of, yeah. okay,
1: this is the official yeah. kickoff of, uh-huh. of holidays. And, and you have folks coming, college kids coming back into town that that are gonna be in a town for the Thanksgiving weekend. Boom, they get back in town and, and come down and just, whether it's hot cocoa and cookies, or just to come down and see the lighting, it's a huge deal. And it, cool. it has a, a large impact on downtown Fort Wayne. One of the smaller things that we do in the, just after that is we'll do a window decorating contest. We've done that for the last couple of years. And so last year we had a little fun with it. We put it walking in a window wonderland. So we just wanted to have a little fun. So we had a couple windows that actually were decorated with Christopher Walken. (laughs) <laughs> Which I was very pleased with because they they did have the fun from that particular standpoint. But I think we had thirty five or thirty six downtown locations who painted their windows. Awesome. So again, it's just it's you get not- notoriety from hey we painted our window this particular way, but it's drawing folks downtown mm-hmm. and having them kind of walk through to see the different locations and you can vote online. So it is you know just one of the smaller events, but it's really really pretty cool to see see the the impact that it has. Now, I think the the Interesting thing. We haven't really discussed what our little slogan will be this year, but I we agree as the staff we like having fun with it. So
2: that's really cool. Yeah. It sounds like you guys are having a good time.
1: What we do, and and we do a ton of work my responsibility from a programming and event standpoint so I kind of head those things up but without Bill doing what he's supposed to do and Frank doing what he's supposed to do and Chrissy doing what she's supposed to do there was no there's no way that one person could handle this so from a team standpoint we work extremely well together well we love
0: what you're doing you're kind of we're introducing yeah. Fort Wayne to the people who already live here or people in the surrounding areas and giving them a chance to sample some of the best businesses some of the best artists and it's
2: taking good care of your artists too so well, it's kudos
0: good. we appreciate it's from our I, I think it, we we don't
1: necessarily hear that feedback a lot from the standpoint of you know usually it's okay we're 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 done with an event we're moving on <laughs> uh, and and I don't know that we I mean we celebrate but I don't know if we take enough time to celebrate and especially with lunch on the square it's you know that ends at 30 thirty I'm usually back in the office by two thirty core till three and one of the first things I'm looking at is okay what's the weather forecast for Let's next shoot. Thursday yeah, <laughs> yeah you know yeah. So right now it is <clears throat> going to be sunny and. 84 this Thursday, so with Alicia Pyle and the Alicia Pyle Quartet, we're going to have a huge crowd yeah. and uh, have a lot of fun. And those are the types of things that, that make the hard work worth it. When you go to an event mm. and you go through, and there are things that you know could have been different and could have been better, but overall the general public looks at it and goes, that's a well-managed event. Hey, did you did you hear about X? you didn't go you missed it yeah so to create that vibe around our events is really fun from that <laughs>
0: well and i don't think people are going to say it's really well managed i think they, they just love it i mean it's like yeah. the lighting the, the lights lighting of santa claus people remember that all the yeah. way through their lives and it's well, something I, that ties them to the city and makes them you know just have those great experiences here well and and, that's, and, that's and the
1: history you know of that particular event with wolf and dessauer and that usually mm-hmm. you know used to be on their the side of their building and then then it went away for a period of time and Really, a, a telephone person that worked for GTE at the time found it, stored outside, and then then it was kind of like, okay, we're going to try to revive this. So I think in '80 they did that and lit one reindeer, mm-hmm. and then from there the the local uh, electrical union restored it, and the next year they put it up. And so really, it's just it's just it does. If you if you came down here as a kid, it transports you back to that
0: time to that feeling of. Mm-hmm. I remember this when I was little. And I'm sure the zombie walk is going to do the same thing in Busker Yeah, probably in a different... associated kind of, with, with summer. Yeah. It's like the different seasons. That's the fun part. That's great. And that sounds like a good note to end on. Uh, if people want to find out more about the Downtown Improvement District or what the events are that are yep. coming up,
1: downtownfortwayne.com will take you to uh, our website. There you'll get information. You, there's a There's the application that you can go on and fill out under the events tab. You can go and look at the events. We will have pictures up from probably last year's event. We have a Facebook page that you can go and look. And I just looked this morning, even from an album standpoint. So we put that. We'll have Mother's Day downtown 2017. If you attended, you can actually go look at those photos if you attended, if your picture was taken, and grab them and post them to your timeline and those sorts of things. So downtownfortwayne.com is the, the best resource for everybody. Okay, great. Thanks for talking with us. Thank you for your time. I appreciate you guys coming in. It's really been fun, and and hopefully we provided some information that your listeners will be uh, happy to hear.
0: All right. I hope so. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, if you want to subscribe, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, or you can just go down on the blog post that you're listening to this on and hit the subscribe function there. There's a little form, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. (laughs)